Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. The Bob and Tom Show presents the Bits and Pieces Podcast. This podcast is Chick McGee approved. Thank you, Chickster. Welcome to Bits and Pieces. I'm Willie Griswold, joined by Jess, Jessica, and Jason. Today we have a very special guest, Joey Molinero. How are you feeling about the month of May in Indy? Man, it's not a better time to be alive. And <laughs> I am so glad to be here. This is a legendary venue that uh, I, I uh, really, really hold close dear to my heart. It's hollowed ground for me. So to be here, and then in the month of May... I'm living. Mm -hmm. I had to go to the track twice this weekend, and I went to Long's Donuts twice this weekend. (laughs) And I had this realization, because during COVID, I realized that I don't like baseball as much as I like just getting a sunburn while drinking a beer outside. Yeah. And I'm curious. I do love the race, but part of me is like, do I maybe just like an excuse to go to Long's a few times a week (laughs) in May? How long was the line? Uh, the line on Saturday wasn't bad at all. It was 10 minutes in and really? out. Yeah. No, sorry. Friday at like 9 a.m., 10 minutes in and out. And then Saturday was a little bit longer. Right. But man, it's totally worth it. I got to bring some to my grandma. Good. Who like grew up going to Long's and yeah. she was all, it's just the best. Just the, oh, by the way, for our guest, Joey Molinero is joining us. Joey, uh, indie sports slash comedy guy. Generally, how would you introduce yourself? Yeah, that's good. That'll work. And that's, that's one of my favorite things is, is kind of hearing how people like to figure out how to introduce me. You yeah. Know? So it's a little bit of the you do the you're on the you you do the voice, the voice in the um, a lot the of impressions. And yeah. The, uh, the, just what, what's, going, what's going on with you, man? That's that's kind of generally <laughs> how it happens. So I'm like, no, it's fine. I know I get it. But um, no, Joe, yeah, you have a huge that. social media presence, right? I uh, mean, if, yeah. Yeah, larger good. than I had five years ago. Right so, there, you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh-huh. I really enjoy your stuff. Oh, and, thank you. And knowing that you're a local guy, I appreciate it. Absolutely, we're glad to have you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah, great to be here. And you can find Joey at Instagram at Joey Molinero, right? Everywhere, my man. Hell yeah! And Instagram, in Twitter yeah. on that page, there's a link in the bio. If you mm-hmm. click that, the top link is uh, Joey Molinero and friends. Yes, it's next week, Thursday night at the Vogue. Tell us a little bit about that. May 25th, night before Carb Day. Willie Griswold's going to be there. Hell yeah, um, looking forward to it very much. I figured, hey, let's really try to foothold ourselves in to start race weekend, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we'll go Thursday night. People are already revving it up. They're getting ready. Thursday night drinking's happening. Everybody knows carb day's the next day. So I said, yeah, I don't want to do anything on carb day. I don't want to do anything carb day night because everybody's going to be blasted, right? Everybody forget about it. <laughs> yeah. But I said, if we could do Thursday night and really say, hey, we're starting this thing yeah. for Friday all the way through the greatest spectacle. Um, and that's what we're doing. And it's going to be kind of a variety hour type of feel. We're going to have stand up. We're going to have comedy. We're going to have interviews. Jack's Donuts. I don't know if that's a sponsor. Oh, no, problem we love or no, they're good. Yeah, they're, yeah, good. Yeah. They're, sending, <laughs> they're sending 10 dozen wow. boxes of donuts to the show. Nice. So, By the way, it rules that in this podcast, we're 10 minutes in, two donut references yeah. already, baby. Dude. <laughs> well, wait, wait. They're sending 10 dozen for the. 
people just there for the show. Yeah, they're so great people there. not not for you on stage. A little bit of both. I mean, there's ten dozen mm-hmm. go around for everybody. How many guys do you bring it up on stage? No, no, no. It's going to be audience can have okay, some. audience yeah. too. Okay. I mean, if Maybe. I show up to watch it and get entertained, you know, Carb Day Eve, and I can enjoy donuts. And there's a yes. box of donuts, you know, <laughs> passing around the, the yeah. The, the I think that's going to be kind of surfing. Crowd surfing. Crowd surfing donuts. Well, because me and Ben. People know him as Benedict Polizzi, uh, oh God, but, but so we call hot. him Ben. <laughs> I know, right? Sorry. No. I'm just going to go right there and be that old lady so hot. It mm-hmm. sucks, just because I have, for some oh, reason. Oh, honey, you're cute to it. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> well, I have, you know, I found it to be a good idea to pair myself kind of with him yeah. in my, my, you know, comedy entertainment career. So, um, it's really wasn't the smartest idea, I think, because he's just so good looking and I'm the ugly pale the, guy. No, no, you're the funny one. <laughs> oh. You're the funny one. Got, so he, he's just the piece of meat. He's <laughs> yeah. just the piece of meat. People but, appreciate you. They just want him. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. <laughs> he's the a piece of, of spicy salami and you're the mortadella right next to him. Man. That's it. That's it. And it, it makes a good pairing. Who's you the know? Simon? Who's the Garfunkel? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little, you know, I know those references, but I don't know. <laughs> Where I could go. I'm so sorry, Joey. I'd just be like throwing darts, man. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's more of a hole and oats situation here, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joey's just a little bit older than my oldest daughter. Oh, so really? How old my are apologies. You? I'm twenty nine. I'll be thirty in August. Oh, okay. Yeah. You and Wilbert same age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just turned thirty. I'm yeah. losing my mind. It's the worst. You'll have fun it's though. The it's the worst. <laughs> it's cool. No, man. Biggest and breakdown of my life was twenty nine leading up no. to thirty. Yeah. Oh, just Buddy. like you yourself me were having myself, trouble yeah, handling me it? Me, myself. My dad called me. He goes, are you okay? And out of nowhere. It was two months before my 30th birthday. And my dad calls. He goes, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> Oh, <again."> yeah. <laughs> like that last year of being in your 20s, you think like, I'm going to live it up. It's going to be great. And it's not because all you're doing is dreading turning 30. But as a woman, I'm now 42 and I just keep getting better with age. I get hotter. Uh-huh. I care less. It's the best. Like a fine wine. Like a fine wine, my Friend. See what's weird for me, and I know Willie doesn't have this problem. Is I remember when my dad turned thirty. Right. And so, <laughs> I, that's a weird thing that I'm dealing with. Is I remember the thirtieth birthday party that my dad had. Right. You know, he was one of those that had me when he was like twenty two, and you yeah. know, and so I was an eight year old kid, baby, babysat by my grandparents because my had my parents were having this big bash for my dad turning yeah. thirty. And I'm like, holy, holy cow, it's me. But don't you feel that way? Like your dad's still your age. And you're yes. still a kid. Yes. That's how yes. I feel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is that weird thing that. of like, they're kind of frozen in time yes. and now we're catching up to I them. I see that right. the old church ladies. Like, you know, when I was a kid, they looked a certain <laughs> age, but they're still that exact same age. Sure. And I know they've yeah. wilted the past 30 right. years. <laughs> how have, how have like, you been wilted. 80 for 20 years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they've always, they still look the same. I mean, growing up as a Catholic school kid, yeah, that's like half oh. the teachers that I grew up with. True. Is, you know, they're still, I still have a first grade teacher that she was ancient. <laughs> that take, taught me when I was in first right. grade, and now my friend has a kid that he's like taken there to like, yeah, you know, visit the school to see right. if they want her to go mm-hmm. there. Same first grade teacher. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> ours is Mrs. Flynn. Man, she's been there forever. She had ten kids. I don't know how, but she looks the exact same. They're like that bacteria, that that fungus that like <laughs> yeah. if, the, if the Earth went into like a you know a, 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 a apocalyptic state, they would somehow just survive. Them and cockroaches, exactly. Man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So the fun part is, Joey, you grew up here in Indianapolis. You yeah. grew up listening to the Bob and Tom show. Oh, yeah. You have to have some favorite characters, some go-to bits that you still laugh at today that you probably started laughing at when, what, you were six or seven? Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> well, first of all, me and Ben always joke about it, just how, like, we had no idea what was going on when we were listening to it when, you know, with our dads when we were seven and eight on the way to school. But just the laughs alone. When when Bob and Tom would get into that rhythmic, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we were like, oh, this is this is funny, this is good, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but then as I started getting older, obviously Donnie Baker, I mean, come on, you know, the big big time. But then uh, Kenny Tarmac is really uh, <laughs> Kenny Kenny Tarmac is, and now that I've gotten older, and you know, me and my friends um, who also grew up listening to the show, they're kind of the business guy they're they're becoming Kenny Tarmac <laughs> like and, and that's that's a really really interesting phase of life is um they start to get the 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 you know phrases of him when he's uh going to and from whether it's ATL or PXH <laughs> or whatever it is and yeah. um so that Kenny Tarmac now has got to be the go-to we'll pull that up when we've been day drinking and we're like dude listen to this Kenny Tarmac bit <laughs> and our other friends are like I don't this guy's just like yelling into the phone I, don't I know had a buddy on. with me and he one of my like good friends and now he's a business guy and we were like trying to have a friend hang and he was like I can't do it this week but we'll touch base later oh, <laughs> touch we base. smoked weed before football practice what do you mean touch base <laughs> shut the hell up we don't touch base or, or the circle back yeah don't just say yeah. I'm gonna hit you up man yeah. you, you know when those if now that's happening that relationship's over <laughs> you're, you're, I'm sorry Willie yeah. you're no longer friends if your friend guy. texts you back and he's like hey what's your availability like in the qu- third quarter it's like just f- you <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was gonna say suck my d- <laughs> As if that would be more clean. It's all right. Well, I have a I have a Kenny call here. How about that? Okay. Let me roll with this. All right, here we go. Kenny call. We have a phone call. Morning, Bob hey, and Tom. Show. You can have two carry. Hello. On. Yeah. Hey, Bob and Tom. Yeah. Hi, it's Kenny Tarmac. Hey, hey, uh, hey. Hi, Kenny. Hey, we just landed. Uh-huh. I'm an MCO today. Here's some news. So listen to my day. I have to make now. Uh-huh. I have to make my connection right now. We're Airside One, Gate Sixteen. Uh-huh. My connection. Yeah. Airside Four, Gate Seventy-Eight. Oh, how are you, how are you gonna do it? Yeah, do that, Matt. <laughs> airside One plus Airside Four equals not gonna make it today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you on your Bluetooth, yeah. Kenny? That's a one-take trip. Yeah. Hey, my other phone is vibrating. Uh-huh. Uh, I keep it on vibrate so that way I won't annoy people. Hang on, I have to take this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Oh, go ahead, uh-huh. uh, Kenny. Hey, guy. <laughs> yeah, we just Josh landed. <laughs> Well, not yet because we just landed. Uh-huh. Okay, well, let's do this then. You call Tobik, tell him I talked to Caldwell, then we'll brief Carmen. Okay, then fax Morris. I'll see Sully at the seminar, then we'll all do lunch before the conference call. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, easy like a zucchini martini, Bob. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I'm on hold with Bob and Tom again. Uh-huh. Kenny. Yeah, they couldn't believe I have to go from Airside 1 to Airside 4. Yeah, we were, we were astonished. We... I should take a puddle jumper to Airside 4? Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. They should give me 50 more sky miles just for taking the puddle jumper. Hey, Max, don't worry about Tobik. He's a teddy bear, okay? You tell him I said we've seen this movie before. Yeah. Yeah, just follow the flow chart and you'll be fine, guy. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen, I have an order on the other phone. 
I'm making magic here. Focus, focus, okay? I got to run. <laughs> okay. Oh, Kenny. I'm back. Uh, hey, God, Kenny. is that guy long-winded? <laughs> I tell you, I have to go from airside one today. Yeah, we heard that. Four, I have to run now. I wish I had time to talk all day. I just don't have that kind of time today. All today. right. Well, okay? good, good luck, Kenny. Yeah, airside four is like miles away, and I'm at airside one. That's gate 16. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. I, I'll probably lose five pounds on the way. Yeah. Yeah, this flight was, oh, my. My God, what? I don't believe it's him. Uh-oh. I I'm looking up at first class now. Uh huh. Is that him? Oh, it's Zig Ziglar. I gotta go. <laughs> 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 Little Kenny T. Uh, we're here with Joey Joey Molinero. Uh, Joey, you host uh, a podcast with uh, Connor Daly. I do. Uh, yeah. Do you like doing that? And then, real quick, just for me. Uh, when you guys were planning that podcast, did you ever plan on calling it The Daily Show, but spelling it D-A-L-Y? Ooh. Now I'm pissed. Because yeah. <laughs> and now I want to call Dale Jr. because right. we go through Dirty Mo Media, and I want to okay. say we're changing it to, yeah. to The Daily Show. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Now I'm just mad. Yeah, it's because really... we went back and forth on the name forever. We, we did like... Six months worth of show, me and Connor, and like we, it just we didn't know. Mm-hmm. We had people trying to throw, and we just couldn't line up on anything. And then we honestly we just kind of settled on Speed Street. I mean, yeah. now compared to Daily Show, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, dude, it's fun. I mean, it's like again a lot of indie themes here today, obviously, but just growing up indie kid, and now I'm hosting a show with an indie car driver, and you know, one of the more popular ones, obviously, uh, with him and. Um, I just love it, dude. We just we hype up. We try to make IndyCar cool. That's mm-hmm. our yeah. goal. Mm-hmm. And he's a blast. He's such yeah. a good guy. Yeah. And he's so easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. And you want to root for him. And obviously, we grew up knowing him and his dad, and 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 watched mm-hmm. him grow up in 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 the mm-hmm. race scene. That it's like it's hard not to just always root for him. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes people give me a hard time because like I'll be talking on another show or something and be like, "Who are you picking? Or who do you want to win?" And they'll be like, "Wow, no Connor." And it's honestly, it's like you know when you have like a relative, like a brother or something, and right. it's just like it's just well, yeah, obviously I'm like rooting for Connor, right. but I didn't think I needed to state that. Besides him, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Um, that's that's the deal, and uh, now nah, Connor's the man. So hey, we got the we had the win in ten. That's what we're going. This is his tenth Indy five hundred this year. Oh, and so I'm dubbing it for him. Hashtag win in ten. Um, okay. for him to take the checkered flag and drink the milk. All right, I'm, I'm 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 jumping on the bandwagon. I'm here it. for this. Yeah. yeah. How much did you have to like? How much did you realize? I don't know that much about racing. You know, because to me, there's a lot out there that Dude. the average fan doesn't know. For sure. I assume you had to. You know, dig in. How did you? How did you manage that? Yeah, I mean, for, from where I was like three or four years ago, though, to where I am now, mm-hmm. huge difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Kenny was saying. I mean, I puddle jumped over <laughs> to, to my knowledge <laughs> right, from right. from where I yeah. was to where I am now. Yeah. Still, ton to learn. I mean, yeah. still, you get around people who are like the real gearheads. I mean, yeah. you're you're like, man, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, dude, it, it's just constantly learning. But at the same time, it's like. That's the goal of the show is to have Connor, who is the driver, who is the expert, who grew up in this. And then you have me who just like fell in love with IndyCar, with the 500, with 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 all of it. And I'm trying to bring in these people who are maybe a little intimidated because they don't know what a carburetor is or chassis. Right. Right. Or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, it's all good. It's a it's a super cool 
really exciting sport and series and there's a lot of great drivers yeah. and personalities and I'm just trying to bring y'all in it so it's a mix of like the experts everybody who knows everything forever with Connor and then me everybody's like oh maybe I'll give it a shot like I like Joe and Connor and they're kind of like having fun talking about it yeah nice See, I mix. like this because I grew up with watching the 500 I'm like Florence Henderson I will one day sing with you right that's achievable or something Jim right. Neighbors so I love the race and all the things that go around the 500 right all the drivers uh, but when it came down to the actual race, I'm like, my knowledge would be, well, they might have to pit soon. Right, yeah. Um, mm. Oh, look, he pitted. That's go, about it. No, go, go faster. Oh, right. he didn't go right. well. Yeah. Something happened in the pit. I don't right. know what. Uh-huh. He, I don't us, know what he got in trouble for, but he did something. Can you give us a couple a key phrases that maybe if you're watching there the you race go. with your friends mm-hmm. and you want them to think you know more <laughs> than you really know? Is there like if I'm watching a basketball game, a good line oh, yeah, from you, yeah. dude? That is a great rebound. Mm-hmm. No, not goaltending. That's a terrible, yeah. like that kind of thing. I sure. remember when I started, like in college, I googled that for um, like uh, football. Like mm-hmm. we would go and watch Monday Night Football, and I'd be like, God, I gotta know what the hell I'm talking about if I'm gonna get laid. <laughs> so, Google this real quick, you know. I did the same thing watching Keeping the Kardashians. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I actually made an encyclopedia for an ex girlfriend of football phrase, like a football glossary <laughs> phase. You need to fra- publish of, that. of phrases, and um, I actually don't think I do because the relationship did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, Joey kind of fumbled the love there. There it is. We need the hey. Uh, yeah, we need that. Um, but a few, a few of those phrases, Willie. I, I always like to go with. Uh, oh, I just locked him up. Nice. Okay. Is that when you're turning and you don't allow someone on the outside end? Like he, the, the brakes. Okay. Brakes, yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. He's locked him up right there. Okay. And then it's a little. Yo. Ooh. I think he's. I think he's dealing with a little understeer. Oh, okay. Understeered. The average person has no clue. Not at all. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like you do. It does. Uh-huh. Well, understeer, locked mm-hmm. him up. If you get those in the same phrase, then okay. you're really cooking. People are like, put this guy on the pit stand. You this guys, guy I'm going to blow people's minds mm-hmm. at this year's cookout. On yes. That Hell yeah. The How about the uh, the whole, uh, they need to adjust the downforce. Oh, yeah. downforce, yeah. downforce big have, time. Yeah. No Slam <laughs> that. Slam the downforce. Slam Absolutely the down- just slam okay. that I'm home. I'm going to put this in my notes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's just talking about, well, you know, I'm really liking Connor's ride, but, uh, you know, if they can just adjust the downforce to really okay. give him some more grip, <laughs> uh, I think yes. he'll find the speed. You know, always looking to find speed. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, they're right. all looking for right. it. Yeah, everybody's well, looking for the right speed. There. Come on. Just yeah. figure it out. Just crank yeah. up the downforce. Don't get any understeer or lock them up and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think that answered your question, Willie. Uh, are you, uh, when you go to the race, and I'm sure it's changed as you've aged, yeah. do you like to sit in the stands? Are you an infield guy? Are you in a box maybe now, getting some AC going on? Uh, no, 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 no. I found the perfect mix, thanks to my father-in-law. And he's one of those guys who's been going for in the same seats for over 30 years. And so I really you know, just nudged my way in here. But I used to, I didn't grow up going to the race mm-hmm. because I was always like playing travel baseball of and like doing mm-hmm. that didn't matter. And like, you know, I couldn't go because we were out of town or we were having a tournament or whatever, but we listened and whatnot. So I didn't start going to the race until I was working it oh. for the ESP. Excuse me, cough button. Damn. Um, <laughs> I we have those. Uh, I didn't start going until I worked for the local ESPN affiliate oh, in town. Okay. And I was there just to work it. And that's kind of like how I fell in love with it. Um, but then now that I don't have to like technically work it on race day, we sit grandstand B right before turn one 
on the very last, our backs are up against the fence. We're looking at the video board right before turn one at the end of the pit uh, pit lane. Yep. And so we get to see the whole front stretch all the way into turn one, basically down to turn two. All right. And it's phenomenal. That's and it's awesome. it's the closest thing you're going to get to climate control without right. being in yeah, the suite. That's what I was going to say. I yeah. can feel the chills on your arm as they're coming down yeah, to start the race. That's awesome. From that from that oh, vantage point, right? It's yeah. it's incredible. And uh, Jim Cornelison singing back home again in Indiana, right there on the track, right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Tier waterworks every year when that happens. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I I've never been a snake pit guy, and sure. I respect the snake pit, mm-hmm. and I respect the infield at the Indianapolis Motor <clears throat> Speedway. Um, but man, that's like the closest thing I ever want to be to like a battle zone. Yes, like you go in the mm-hmm. snake pit, and mm-hmm. there's literally just bodies. I couldn't handle someone standing close to me in a grocery line, let alone if they're drunker than me, and there's. I, I, I wilt. I'm a wilting flower. It's too hot. <laughs> I love being in there, but being next to someone else sweaty, I would just yeah. freak out. And I don't, I've never I been a snake pit. It just no? so much anxiety. I would cheer people on. Like you yeah. said, you go for it. Have some fun. But I, it's about I, skin on skin on skin I've, everywhere. I've only been in the infield. I've never Hell been yeah. in the stands. I, I am such just like a speedway trash bag that way, man. Like just put me it. in there. And let me be with the people. Mm. That's great. Yeah. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. My first Indy 500 I actually went to, which was Marco Andretti's first year. So I was like, holy crap, it's going to be, you know, yeah. my first will be his first. But then nope. you know, that didn't happen. Not so much. <laughs> I was passed out under a tree for like most of the race. <laughs> because I was, so, yeah. And I puked in front of like paramedics. Did they give just, you a, try no, to give you an IV or anything? Nothing. Or? They just watched. And I, like, <laughs> it, was like, it was like pure yellow, which meant like I had nothing in there. Oh, yeah. Vile. yeah. And I like, just stood up. And they saw me, and I just kept walking. Yeah. It wasn't even 21. Yeah. But, yeah. One, so one of the paramedics going, 18, 18. Watches Jess Buke, 19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's still walking. She's fine. I remember I was pregnant one time and had to, I, I dropped off a group of friends, and I went back and picked up a group of friends, right? And so I had Wait a to, second. You were pregnant, so your friends made you be the DD? Oh, 100%. Rude. <laughs> yes. Good and on you. That's, that's right. great. Right. Yeah. So I so I went and I remember I was walking into the track and uh and 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 I'm I am so I I was I delivered the first week of August. So I'm very pregnant, mm-hmm. right? It's the end of May. And I'm walking into the track and some and some track goer goes, "Shake what your mama gave you." And I turn around and say, "I'll shake you, you stupid." F-. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were not having it. No, I was not. Yep, I was not. I was gonna say I yes. had my wife DD for me last May when she was five months pregnant. Yeah. And it did not go well either. No, so. usually doesn't. No. no, just the day, the day that Joey finds out that his wife is pregnant, yeah. gets a little tear in his eye. <laughs> Like back home again in Indiana's right. playing. Uh-huh. And he's just like, baby, I love you. And he does Same. the math in his head. And he's like, can you please give me a ride Memorial Day weekend? Whole month of May. Yep. And then, so then on top of it, we have the RV inside the track. That rules, Ooh. by the because way. Because of Mount uh. Comfort RV. And we have the golf cart, thanks to my father-in-law. So she's DDing inside the track in our Margaritaville machine that we got in the uh, golf cart. Yeah, oh, so. That's awesome. For, so, yeah. so before you propose to your wife, uh-huh. okay, and she's a Purdue gal, is yes. that right? That's your Purdue connection. Purdue cheerleader. With, that's, oh, that's, nice. that's your, my grandma was a Purdue cheerleader. Little yeah. inside. Hey. We're basically related. Let's Not go. the same. So when you were considering you know, going further with this relationship, uh-huh. was it your father-in-law's Connection to the race, go, you know what? I don't want to lose this. 
You know, I proposed to my wife after like eight months of dating, so I don't even think I knew oh, her dad. Wow. Oh, what? I'm oh, <laughs> no, okay. just kidding. <laughs> um, I asked his, I asked his hand. I asked for, or, or, yeah, I asked his permission yeah, for yeah. her hand. I did yeah. not ask for his hand. Right. Um, but yeah, so I didn't even realize at the time because I was a late bloomer in the race fandom. Yeah. Jason, like I said, like I, I knew, like I followed it and I knew it, but like I, it's, certainly not um where i am now six years ago or whatever when i when i asked her to marry me uh this is just like another bonus of like oh wow yeah. my in-law has these seats yeah. great yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah um but yeah eight months huh that's uh no that's good you got past the honeymoon of six months so you had that two months to see what was real yeah and before you guys I, got sick of each other i so proposed then, a year good. Yeah, in. that's pretty yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. I just okay. like, I never wanted to, you know, so many people, Willie, you're probably experienced, like so many people our age, like I feel like they get to 30, they're like, who's the who's the first person I see? <laughs> hey, you want to get married? You want to have, get a house? You want to have a baby? You want to never talk to our friends again? I mean, my boyfriend and I have been dating for 15 years. Whoa. So. Okay. Eight months is fine. Because like when you go the other way, people start just nagging constantly. So you're constantly. just hoping that he's listening right now? And no, it's okay. No? We're totally fine. He okay. is my boo thing uh, or companion, whatever they want to let me check on a box. Oh, uh, life partner, yeah. opposite okay. sex, domestic partner. Gotcha. Um, but is no. that the word? Is that the phrase? I don't know. They're just roommates. Come on. Yeah. With benefits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now. That's so, good. Joey, like, if who you're, needs to kill a spider? Dunny. <laughs> if you're marrying into this big race family, uh, I remember when I was a kid, I I went with my school friend, uh, the Flaherty's. They took me to the race and they had all these race day traditions. There was the guy making Bloody Marys for everybody and then the ones without booze for the kids. Somebody else was cutting up uh, the Indy Star and each person would draw one or two cars out of there. Oh, yeah. And there was a big kind of pool to see who would win. What Mm. are your race day traditions? Well, the... The the drawing of the pool that's one that my father in law does too. So Love it's it. just yeah, Still I feel like paper. that's yep. yep. And everybody gets three. Yep. Um and and then I forget the exact rules because you know race you're always a little little hazy race morning going into <laughs> it. Yeah, so you're like, it is ah, rough. just take this whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I'm excited about, Willie, is that now with my son, I'm going to start forming my own traditions, and so I really don't have that pegged out yet because I'm waiting for the race weekend to get here with my boy. Yeah to see what me and my wife want to do with our son. Like, I think we're going to, we've never been big parade folks, Mm -hmm. but I think we're going to take him to the parade this year downtown, have him do the whole thing, you know, get the pictures. Um, and then we're going to figure it out race day morning. I have one tradition, which is great is that my mother-in-law makes biscuits and gravy race day morning. And that comes in handy big time. And so she's slinging those things out at the, at the, uh, motor home. And, um, it's much needed. Yeah, for sure. That's Last year great. we did breakfast burritos. Yeah. yeah, me, Noah, and Mark were all down there, mm-hmm. and I made them the night before. So fun! He just finished an interview. We've been working for two hours, and we all just kind of sat around the pagoda. Yeah, just tearing <laughs> foil. I felt like a kid in a field mm-hmm. trip. It was the best. Yeah, we do that too. We have a police escort that we meet downtown, and we there's there's a group of people that have always gone. And uh, I do the same thing. I make breakfast, and we sit in the parking lot and nice. we drink, and we just. Yeah, we get, we get ready and and take the police escort down, so it's awesome. The escort, man, <clears throat> I'm so jealous. That's, yeah, if you hey, if you ever need an in, give me a call. That's I have a guy that I know who's taking a helicopter this year. Whoa. Okay, never mind. You know Jim Irsay? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's not him or Mike Pence. So that's uh, 
and I tell people that they're like, "How the hell do you know them?" But right. uh, yeah, so the, apparently, like anybody can do it, though. Yeah, you can. And I had no idea this yeah. was a thing. Yeah, it'll cost you, you know, like five grand, obviously. Just but. get your right. phone out, call nine one one. Don't do that. No, no, no. Do Never mind. Don't do that. that no, but job. we were talking about before the show when I was a kid. Uh, obviously, I grew up in Indianapolis, and our big race trade. We we grew up on a we had a lake house. And so we would do the drawing with the newspaper and Mm -hmm. do all that. And there were kids everywhere and we were in the lake and we were boating and all the things. And we'd listen to the race. Um, But on the the years that we were not, as we got older, we didn't go to the lake. And and then it would be this thing where um, we weren't allowed to listen to the race. We weren't allowed to talk about the race. Don't nobody is exposed to any race coverage because at 6 p.m. on the local, Mm -hmm. I want to say it was the Channel 6 affiliate then, ABC. And my dad would want to watch the race in its entirety. And I'm not kidding you. Without fail, my brother or I would wreck it. <laughs> and he would say who it was that won the race Those every GD single process. Oh, I know, God. man. We wrecked it every single time. Man. Yeah. And to this day, one of us still will text our dad. When the race is over, who won? Just to wreck it. Still. Keep it going. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. That says a lot about. Your oh, we're horrible yeah. people. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Now, I mean, like one of the traditions, really. Like I said, is I grew up, you know, playing like travel baseball and stuff mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend. So it was a big thing. So you know, a tradition for me it was just kind of getting my ass chewed by my dad on the way home. From the game. <laughs> you know, while we were listening to the race, I would try to catch who was in the lead, but he was just bitching at me for you know not striking out 14 batters in a game or something like that so get that mitt in the uh, dirt yeah huh yeah exactly get that elbow up son you know that kind of thing do Um, i say keep your eye on the ball for no reason yeah exactly (laughs) so that was what i grew up with but uh now we're out of that so i'm gonna make sure my son doesn't have to yeah folks out there listening uh tweet us your race day traditions we'd love to hear maybe we can give a Joey and the boy, some ideas. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would love it. Would love it. it. Does it still seem like, you know, the Indy 500 is the biggest one-day event in the world still, yep. right? Yep. Does it still feel like it's sort of underground in a way? And I say that regionally. Obviously, you know, there's always people from Ohio that come to every race in Illinois. Mm-hmm. But it still feels a little bit underground. Is that fair to say or no? Oh, yeah. I feel, I feel like the Kentucky Derby gets more... Press. press versus IndyCar, yeah. and it's well, like they're just horses. They're not even doing anything, <laughs> right? But I think that it, I think that being from Indianapolis, it's a lot like when you find that favorite band, and then that band gets big, but you refuse to acknowledge that the band is getting big. You're like, no, mm. this is mine. Mm-hmm. This right. isn't anybody else's. I'm not sharing it. I don't mm-hmm. want anybody else to be a part of this. And that's the race. Like if you grew up here. It's it's like Indianapolis is the smallest, biggest city, mm-hmm. and that the race just, I don't know, it's kind of like a feather in our cap, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, come over here. See how great we are, pal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I was just at the Kentucky Derby um, at the beginning of the month, and so I did notice that. I was like- yeah. Can we get like half the celebrities <laughs> right? just to come on? I mean, just like right. maybe even a third of you, you to can come wear to this. Hat or yeah. wear your favorite cutoff denim jeans. That would be yeah. amazing. So you had you, the, the vibe is different at the Derby. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's but I tried to tell people I was like, look, you know, because a few people like on the red carpet stuff, they were like, you're a big Indy 500 guy, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, tell <laughs> us more about that. And I was like, well, you start your month of May down here in Louisville getting all dressed up and fancy and feeling uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. And then you end it in Indianapolis wearing and doing whatever the hell you want to do. (laughs) Right, right. 
right? It doesn't matter. You started with a fancy hat. Now you got a Garfield T-shirt. With the arms <laughs> cut off. I'm like, how uncomfortable are you right now? They're like, pretty uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, well then just, yeah, envision yourself in jorts and a cutoff and yes. American flag yes. bandana on and you're like the king when you wear that at mm-hmm. the track. I love counting how many Reggie Miller Pacers jerseys oh, yeah. are lot. worn on race day or any, you know, retro whether it's a Smiths or something like that. We just talked about this. I don't want to see any Reggie Miller jerseys in the infield. It's too dirty. It's too risky. I don't want to see Reggie Miller. I don't want to see a Larry Bird college jersey. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to see a Bill Murray Space Jam jersey. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see, you can get a Lance Stevenson Pacers jersey. Sure, go for it. Yeah. Scott Pollard. Scott Pollard. Hell Jeff yeah. Foster. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. You don't. No one that was ever an All Star. Get out of here, right? I, yep. Antonio yeah. Davis would be cool. Any of the Davis boys. That's a fun one. Or you know what? We're a uh, Shaquille O'Neal jersey because he's playing inside the Snake Pit. That's yeah. cool. Right, right here. Awesome. Right here. I got my Shaquille O'Neal hat. Nice. Right yeah. You, you bought a Shaquille O'Neal hat. She <laughs> loves Shaq. I, so my mom. He will oh. be my second husband. You guys laugh, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm gonna find my way to him in the Snake Pit, and he will fall in love. You're with the right. Him. Size because his wow. wife is very short. You're yeah. gonna be fighting like, my mother. She <laughs> loves that too, I swear. Me and Mrs. Molinaro are gonna go at it for Shaquille. We were on a road trip one time and we were doing like you know just trying to kill time with the different uh, topical kind of. If you could do this, if you right. one of them that my dad or someone pitched was like, all right, you have to be handcuffed to somebody for 30 days. You don't ever get to take. You're with them for 30 days straight, handcuffed. Who are you picking? My mom, Shaq. <laughs> Immediately, yes. you're like. I, my dad was very concerned because you know <laughs> Shaq is huge and you know yeah. is what he, and my dad is just they, like a kind of a slender white man. Right? Maybe, maybe she just really likes Papa John pizza. This maybe, is true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a month maybe of trying that. to get a hookup with the uh, the general. The general. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Because you're That's Italian, and judging by his last name, Shaquille O'Neal, probably Irish, right? That O'Neal yeah. in there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Shaq O'Neal. Yes. <laughs> Throw, throwing down oh. some pints. Oh, Seamus O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> down in Dublin with a Guinness. Uh, but I was actually, you were mentioning the old um, races on ABC. Yeah. And so <clears throat> what I've been doing is going back in the mornings because my son likes to get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> and uh, yeah, eight month old. Who Does knew? he want um, my job? Because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm, we're rip roaring, ready to go to be in studio early. Um, but he likes to get up, and I have to take him downstairs. And so during the month of May, I've been playing the old Indy 500 broadcasts, oh. and um, uh, it, which they're phenomenal and they're super fun to watch. But what I've been cracking up at is the like driver intros, like how they introduce the field of 33 on these ABC broadcasts in like 91, 92. Literally a line from Paul Page the other day. I forget the driver. But he's like, he starts on the middle of row five. He's the only driver in the field who wears an earring. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, that's actually one that he said. So they have to give like a random fact. They do like a random fact, like, and some of them are so cool. They're, you know, Mario Andretti, he's, he starts on the outside of row two. And he, when he's not on inside the car, he still enjoys speed. And it's like him on like a jet ski. And yeah, it's super right, cool. Right. This one guy just gets the only driver in the field wearing an earring. I'm like, that's all we could come up with? Was there, That's it? Was there maybe a little judgment behind it? Too? The only driver that wears an earring. There's an earring. Yeah. There's like a little bit of a pause because Paul Page right. was pissed. <laughs> yeah. And like another one was like, when he's not on the car, 
He plays soccer to stay in shape. I'm like, dude, who is the producer <laughs> at ABC that just, comes up with this idea? That yeah. just sounds like at the first day of summer camp when everybody has to say one special yeah. fact about them. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, my name's Ryan. I'm from Rockford, Illinois, and I play soccer on the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got an earring. But it goes to show you the difference between Indy 500 and the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby, the show is before the race. Right. Oh, yeah. To your point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the stars of... Our event, our, I mean, we they're already have driver. our celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. There's 33 yeah. of them. Yeah. They're, whether they're big or not, they all of a sudden are for a day anyway. Mm-hmm. In a month. Right. Yeah, for, for, for a sure. month. Yeah, for yeah. a month. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, these guys, and it's like, it's cool to see like how much even like, you know, the Unsers, you know, all the Andrettis, yeah. uh, you know, Foyt, obviously, anybody, all these, these names, these powerful, popular names, you know, and they just... Until until they're old and gray, man, they come around and everybody's like, "Holy cow!" It's you know Al Unser or or, or AJ Foyt, and it's mm-hmm. it's really really cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, I loved Ari Leinbach in elementary school because like, it was the year Tony Stewart raced in the Indy 500 for the first year. Yeah, so everyone in our class is picking oh, yeah. Tony, and I'm like, because oh, he from Rushville, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go with Ari, and I don't. I think he won that year. Actually, I don't remember. But the next year I went with Ari Leinbach, and he did win because there was a rain delay. So he I remember won. this. Ninety and ninety. Yeah. Three, I think, because we had to, yeah. we had to have the radio broadcast on in school because it kept getting delayed. So Monday they finished the race. I remember this. And Ari Leinbach won. I was like, woohoo! But that was a totally different. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, Tony, Tony Stewart. Stewart. Tony Stewart. Yeah. But it made my day when I got to have a Leinbach sandwich. I got a photo with Ari and his son, Ari Jr. I was like, oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Because, yeah, huge celebrities, and I'm like. The Bachelor, right? The yes. Ari Dyke Jr.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, yeah. one of the Bachelors? Or? I literally was like, what restaurant has an Ari Leindyke sandwich? I was kind of thinking that, too. I was really I interested the in the food. And it was delightful yeah. because I was into him and his dad. I was like, this is awesome. Nice. That's so what's cool. so great about these guys. They're huge names in the racing community. They're, they're, they're giant. Uh-huh. And for me... They're just Hoosiers. And they're yeah. not. They're not Hoosiers at all. Yeah. But the thing is, for me, like, no, these are neighbors. These are people. And that's the kind of community mm-hmm. that the race, that the Indy 500 creates, mm-hmm. is that we're all in this. We're all Hoosiers. We're all together. Whether you're on the track or in the infield or in the stands, we are in this together. And it's a very unifying thing. And I might cry. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't, no, don't it is. the up, best. Jess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're locking them up over there. Come on. <laughs> if we could put a bow on the Indy 500 thing here, how amazing of a full circle is that Letterman used there to you ha- go. had the biggest platform at nighttime mm-hmm. TV yep, yep. and would talk about it and then became an owner. I'm mm-hmm. like, and he's he's a he's our Hoosier. Yeah, yeah. You know, 100%. And just the best. And no, he was a pit like reporter. It. He was he, yes. he started out as a pit yes. reporter. Yeah. And he tells that story about how yeah. he went and tried to track down Mario Andretti after he crashed out and like, I think it was 79 or something or 70, 78, whatever. And uh, he, he Letterman always says how he didn't ask him like what happened. The most important question that you're supposed to ask, he forgot to ask Mario. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, that clip's still out there. And yeah, full circle, yeah. Letterman putting on. Love it. Yeah, it's the best. Well, let's get into Joey. Let's let's get to under, uh, know Joey a little bit better oh, here. Yeah. Um, cool. Voices. Uh, what are your favorite voices to do? That's your main thing on your social media, I believe. Uh, I, I mean, like... Yes and no. I mean, yeah, when people, I think, come across me online or see me out and about, like that is one of the main things that people will say is about that. But also, you know, I just try to like to do it all. You mm-hmm. know, I just want to yeah. be I don't want to be Joey. I don't want to be the, the voice guy because Caliendo, actually, friend of the Bob mm-hmm. Tom shows this building. He um, he took me under his wing very early when you know, I started kind of getting a following and everything. And he's like, hey, man, for every one impression video that you do do four other original sketches. Hmm. And I was like, 
Yeah. He's just like, trust me. He's like, look, I've had a, a great career. You know, I've been very lucky. People would, would kill to have the career that, that I've had. He would say, you know, and, but he's like, it's just hard to break out of once you're the impression guy, mm-hmm. then, then that's where, you know, so I was like, yeah, for sure. So that's something that I take a lot of pride in is just making sure that like, yeah, I, I will throw in those, those characters. Cause I like to just have it as like a feather in the cap, mm-hmm. yeah. but then I like to do other stuff too. You right. Know? And, and you know what, if there's anybody to take good advice from, he is a, he is a method guy. And I wouldn't be surprised if he had it on paper and an outline and the whole thing. And it has served him. So that's awesome. So between Caliendo here and then, like you said, uh, Kenny Tarmac and other voices here Mm -hmm. at the Bob and Tom Show, Mm -hmm. what were your other favorites here? From Bob and Tom? Yeah. Or maybe even skits, like things that we did. uh, uh, I I always enjoyed when uh, Tom Wilson. Yeah. Uh, when when he would be on, he his, did those uh, prank calls a lot when we were yeah right. The uh, Tom Mabe. Tom Mabe. Tom Mabe. It's I'm, Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson. Wilson. I'm sorry. Tom Wilson. Bit from Back to the Future. You're right. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, that he's saying that of? song about Adam no, no. Sandler. You're saying Tim Wilson. Tim Wilson. Tim Wilson. Yeah, it's okay. Every listener right now is yelling at. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so sorry, guys. Okay. Rest in peace. Obviously, yes. no, of course. No worries. But we all literally thought someone. Well, because there is a guy named Tom Wilson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought anytime Tim would come on and, and his uh his bit about Steve Spurrier and, oh, and college football always would get me. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, well, he does the um uh FSU coach uh Bobby why can't I think of his last Bobby name? Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bobby Bowden bit yeah. and you do a great Nick Saban. Yeah. Oh yeah. That almost seems like it's kind of a niche impression. Yeah. Like you won't turn That's on That's what's so weird, is that like I would think that too. Mm-hmm. But that is like the one that started getting people to follow me, and then that is the one that people still closely associate it with. I'm like, I know Saban's big, but like he's not that big, yeah. right? Like, I mean, he's. The, I, I mean, I feel like he, he is, especially even now yeah. with all the Aflac commercials he's on. Uh, every, <laughs> but he's kind of yeah. like the Darth Vader of yes. college football. Yes, yeah. I kind of don't even know who he is. That's true. See? How about yeah, that? Yeah, no, but, but that's all right. Tim Wilson, you know, I always loved Wilson. his, uh, um, like the NASCAR song, like having the baby in the stands, the Dale mm-hmm. Daryl. Yeah, Dale, Daryl, Walter, Britcher, Petty, Rusty, Austin, Bill, Irvin, Gordon, Earnhardt, Smith, <laughs> Johnson, Jr. It was like such a big deal, like yeah. that one and the other one about Jeff Gordon's car. Yeah, the uh, the first yeah. baseball game ever played. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's Dan St. Paul. Yeah, Dan St. Paul. That's awesome. That one yeah. is always a killer. Yeah, that that that, that gets me. Um, the yeah. uh, the Christmas around the world or um, the Christmas wish Sean list. Maury. Sean Maury. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a great bit. I yeah, love that bit. That's yeah. so good. I'm from Quebec. I want to stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just all these. Just, uh, uh, Floyd. Uh, oh, yeah. I love when Floyd, Floyd. Call, calls Floyd the trucker is great. Floyd, yeah. the, my favorite thing that Floyd does is sometimes he'll take a breath and it's uh, the, it sounds like Tony Soprano taking a breath. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. Well, they are kind of the king. And by the way, uh, real quick, just to kind of take this back to Caliendo a little bit. Um, he didn't like this and I'm sure you won't appreciate it either. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it'll help you out, but Frank was talking about doing some segments as himself, not doing uh, a character. Yeah. When we were doing the Super Bowl out in Phoenix, and I told him we can do a segment for you where you won't do a character, and we're going to call it 
Let me be frank. (laughs) 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 And you guys liked it a lot more than he. He didn't crack a smile. I think that was a rough week for Frank. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. I was just being silly, but uh, I like. I I think it's great. I'm very good at names, you guys. I'm very good at. I was gonna say the Dale Show. Let me be frank. This is fantastic. (laughs) I'm gonna have to call you up for baby number two. Uh, wife's throwing some stuff out. Ah, let's give Willie a call. So yeah, no, but, um, what do you think about Simon and Garfunkel? I've <laughs> <laughs> tried the, uh, the, the name the kids seven, you know, and run that uh, by uh, your wife. I, I think, yeah, I, yeah. See, there's a few things that like I was really looking forward to uh, about the whole process of becoming a father. Um, besides, like the obvious ones, right? And one of them was pitching the name seven, right? <laughs> Just the pitch. <laughs> to her to see what she would react with. Yeah. And of course it got shot down in about 0.8 seconds. And it wasn't even like an actual like, no, it was just a look. <laughs> Is she a Seinfeld fan? No. no okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she, she wasn't okay. getting it, okay. you know? So I, <laughs> she was so pissed. Cause I remember I was like, I can't wait till I'm holding my baby boy in my arms. <laughs> and I could do like Vito Corleone and Godfather two and be like, Frankie, your father loves you very, very much. <laughs> And she was like, not everything's a bit. Not everything <laughs> is, has to be from a movie. Yeah. Like, you can just have it. And I'm like, no, but like, it'll be, you know, cool. She's like, no. I was like, when you're napping, she, then she gave up. So yeah. I had it, that moment and it was great. If it does make you guys feel better, I do have a little sister that I call seven, my sister Hart. But yeah. that's just because she's my dad's seventh kid. Right. So it works out pretty go. easy. Yeah. So you you're just going those? straight by the numerical yeah. order. You threw names out the window. Just, hey, game seven. We're, we're going over to Four's house for Christmas. Yeah, hey. Six and seven will be there. Yeah. Seventh heaven. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Seven eleven. We have a good time. You Joey. know what though? As your kids get older, the, the my favorite thing is my kids are 17 and 19. And so my what happens now is we'll be watching old movies together and they'll go, Oh oh my gosh, mm. that's not yours? You got that from this movie? The movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we just watched Tommy Boy the other day and there's a part where they... Where Mom, you didn't invent <laughs> fat guy in a little coat? <laughs> that one killed for a really long time, okay? No, but there's a part where they where he uh, he backs up at the gas station and knocks the door off. Uh-huh. And when he comes back and he opens the door and the door falls off, he goes, what'd you do? Yeah. And yeah. I've done that their entire mm. lives. And my son turned around and he goes, are you serious? You didn't write that? I was like, no, no, I didn't. Farley. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Do I look like a writer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm falling from that pedestal a yeah, lot lately, yeah. so just yeah, be yeah. prepared. Oh, yeah. Your kids are going to be really bummed when they find out that you didn't write the seven words you can't say on television. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, yeah. I know you've done some uh, modern Seinfeld type yeah, sure. skits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised someone hasn't like full on done it. So listen, we're, we're going to rip off Seinfeld. And do modern day takes on how Seinfeld would do them. Yeah. And I say that to say, why don't you just do it? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Um, I think that's so fun to think about those kind of ways, whether mm-hmm. it's the double texture or the FaceTime over the call. Um, because honestly, Seinfeld trained my brain to think in those ways, yep. you know? Yep. Um, but it's almost like. I think that show is it, just such like a hollowed thing. It's almost like if somebody wanted to re, like make a prequel to The Godfather or something, mm-hmm. you know, like it would just yeah. people would be like, ah, you just we kind of leave that over there. You no, know come I mean? on, I want to see the God great grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have hit that right. That would have been killer. All right, sorry, do your thing. My bad. No, but um, 
again, that's just like I try to mix those in. It's just little sprinkles, Jason. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Michael yeah, sure, sure. Collins every now and then. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, we'll have the modern Seinfeld and like the wedding bits and wedding bar conversations. By the way, those are like so that. so so funny. So good. Thank you. Yes. They're Thank perfect. You. But they it, it's it's just like it, one of the things that really changed my life and how I think about things and I'm sure all of you have kind of in some way come across it is when I when I heard the line or the phrase about how like comedy is just the art of observation mm-hmm. and then when I started thinking about that I was like yes that's why when I'm at a wedding I'm not thinking about how happy I am for the bride and the groom I'm thinking about how terrible this conversation is going to be at the bar <laughs> that I can then flip into yeah. a bit material or a sketch yeah. or something like that, you know? And so it was a real game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, the videos that you and Ben do are so funny. I also like the office, the guys that you do Johnson and who else? Johnson and Schmitty. Do I mean, it's just, it's these guys, they're no offense, insufferable people. <laughs> just, it's like the yeah. biggest they puns. Yes. It's the two funniest guys at the office that they think they're the funniest. That everybody hates. Exactly. Oh, yes. But you guys, you like hit it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Well, that actually, yeah, I mean, it's again, it's, it's all comes from real life stuff. So there's, uh, sorry to say, but there's some people out there that I used to work with that uh, <laughs> you can probably see yourself in a few of those. <laughs> you yeah, just you uh, post one of those awkward wedding interaction videos and some guy sees it. And, I was at a wedding with Joey last weekend. Yeah, that happens. Like people now, they'll come up to you and they'll be like, I don't know if I want to because then you're going to. And I'm like, you don't know, but you already are right now. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram and you'll see it next to yeah, yeah. So. And by the way, if you ever do that Seinfeld thing, I'm kind of chubby. I'll be George Polizzi. He's real tall and he's got crazy hair. He can be Kramer. He's done some Kramer before. I think um, I'm your Seinfeld. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason's been training for this his entire I life. Okay. Say, My wife and I, we it call each like other Jerry. Jerry. Like everything is Jerry in our house. Yeah. So I'll just be the Larry David. You be there the you Seinfeld. Go. I'll write it. Yeah. You know, and then you can you do that, and, and, then, and I don't have to do much. Jerry was just the guy. It was the other three that did all the great stuff. He, exactly. he, he reacted. That. Yeah, he you would that. be a great George. You throw know some glasses on you. I'm I'm in my head now. I kind of want to be Newman. I think that'd be a little <laughs> more fun. I want to yell a little bit more. I want to get mad at Jerry. But yeah, I, I I am in my head about every decision I've ever made. So that mm-hmm. there's a little bit of George mm-hmm. shining through. There right really there. is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. I like it. Okay. Um, I know you don't want to focus on the impressions, but yeah. you're damn good at a lot of Thank them. You. So Thank you. So you're Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> could, could you bring that one out? Because that's a more recent one. And obviously guy. he is huge. And I've seen no one do an impression of him. Well, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I was at the Kentucky Derby, like I said, and Patrick was there on the red carpet. He was. Him and his wife were there. His brother was not there because he's in a whole different situation. Yes. Right. He's in a much more unfortunate yes. situation right Could have been now. fun. Could have got your ass picked. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but so I was like, I got, I, I have to do everything I can to get Mahomes and to do the Mahomes mm-hmm. in front of Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took the photos and they immediately beelined off the red carpet. Uh. But it wasn't for a lack of effort. I was screaming at him, man. Yeah. I was like, Patrick! Patrick, judge my impression! Patrick! <laughs> and, and I, was, I mean, I was that guy on the red carpet. And I think he turned around and I like, kind of looked, but he probably saw me and... You know, was an absolute no go. Okay. But I was say, yeah. can you yell the impression? So he'd be like, "Am I talking to myself? What's going on?" <laughs> maybe tried, his wife turns around. I haven't like, oh. tried the yell, but because I, I don't know if I've ever really heard him yell. You no. know, he's not he a big yeller. He just has yeller. that. He hits that that frequency and he just stays on it. Right? <laughs> it's just this. Yeah, everybody says it's Kermit, but it's yeah, not. it's a little bit, but. 
I mean, the only reason it's Kermit is because it's like up here, but then you got the gravel that you got to think about. So it's like he keeps fluctuating like from up and down, right? So when he's like talking to everybody, he's like, I'm really happy to be here in like the Bob Tom studio. And I've, I mean, I've been listening to the show my whole life. And like, even though I'm not from Indiana, and so I like, I, I know and respect what you guys do. And um, yeah, just really ready, excited to go back to Kansas City and hopefully win on the Super Bowl. <laughs> So, Patrick, what do you have against so periods and sentences? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just so used to, like, you know, calling the plays in the huddle, and I got Travis Kelsey over there. I know he's not really good with grammar or English, so I just don't even focus on that, really. And I just try to get it out as quickly as I can so he can go score more points. Yeah. <laughs> he goes fast. Yeah. That's fantastic. Every conversation is a run-pass option it play. Is. He's got to keep all the options open and keep looking around. That's right, because then Collins is like, no, you just look at Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a guy that every every play is a run pass option for him. Right? He could be going to his right, going to pass, and then he could run, or he could be looking to run, and then he's going to do it behind the back pass. <laughs> it's, it's it's very visual. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's part of the impression, but for Mahomes, you look very stressed out as you do it. And Chris Collinsworth, it looks like he just had three beers and yeah. he's chilling on a beach. Oh, yeah. Chris Collinsworth, man, the coolest dude in the building, right? Yeah. It's like it's like Matthew McConaughey and then Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> They're just always Chris. Collinsworth is sliding in and he's and that's why I did um, I did a recent one with him and I was like talking about how you know he couldn't watch Sunday Night Football because he just slides in and like you're worried about him like your wife falling in love with him (laughs) he's so slick and smooth and as soon as he comes onto the screen he's got the smile and he's just there to be your best friend in your living room for three hours. And that's what you—that's what I love about him because I watch Sunday Night Football oh, yeah. every week. And you hear, you can feel his smile coming through yes, the TV. Yes, yeah, exactly, and, and for sure. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, and he's been. <laughs> He's been nothing but great to me. Uh, like he's he's one of those dudes. I know that people ask like Caliendo a lot. Is like, so have you met like the people that you do impressions mm-hmm. of? Like, what do they think? And Caliendo has that like famous story about how like Madden did not right. was not a fan, right, right. you know, for a while. But Collinsworth has always been great. You know, he's quote tweeted me and stuff. And my friend Marcus Bailey, who plays for the Bengals, he's a Purdue guy. Uh, Purdue guy. Yep, yep. Purdue guy. Who, um, linebacker. He was a seventh round pick, and he would have been a higher pick. Oh, I'm getting off on a tangent, but he tore his ACL. <laughs> he's coming off an injury, anyways. But he's been on the team for three or four years now. And and so when they were doing this, when they're out in the Super Bowl, when the Bengals were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, Collinsworth was on the call for NBC, and so he'd come out to their practice and whatnot. And Marcus said he went up to him after practice, and he's like, "Hey, Chris." He's like, "You know my guy Joey Molinaro," and Chris was like, "Yeah, see, the thing I love about Joey is he never makes it personal. It's all just a good fun." I was like, yes, exactly. Yes. I'm not attacking anybody. He's right. never mean spirited. That's what he said. He's oh. never mean spirited. So it's you know, we just have fun. But it's like a lot of a lot of people that I do, it's because I do I am such a fan and I, I watch Sunday night football every week religiously. You know, different people that I've listened to or followed that it's like I I like to think for them, you know, for the way I see it, it's a sign of respect. It's like I yeah. follow your work so much that I've been able to kind of like get down little intricacies and everything like that. Yeah. This is a very uh, my dad question. Is there (laughs) any voice that you love to do and people either don't get the reference or they don't think you're doing it as good as you think you're doing it? Yeah, always. I mean, like, obviously, just like with comedy and everything, uh, impressions and voices are so subjective. You know, the way that that's something that Caliendo told me, too, is like people are going to hear it differently Mm -hmm. no matter what. You know, you could be in a room and somebody you you do it, and there's two people that are like, "That is spot on," and mm-hmm. there's somebody that's like, 
mm, I kind of, but I don't know. And then somebody's like, fuck you, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do a voice again. I hope you die. You that know, fourth guy like, should leave the party. That fourth guy's really <laughs> yeah, mean. Exactly. He's mad at himself, not you. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of ones that I really, really have fun doing that, that people are just going to like, eh. Um, not even eh, but well, there's one that I, I just can't get down. It's Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh-huh. God, it's it's like it's so distinct, but I think because it's so distinct that it makes it more difficult in a way. Like you want your voices to be distinct because then it's like okay, I can get in Mahomes because he sounds that way. But with Peyton, man, you really got to nail it. You know, I'd well, say Tucker Carlson maybe. Yeah, I like doing Tucker Carlson just because I like to write for Tucker Tucker Carl what I think Tucker Carlson would say. Sure, you know, and so some people find that really funny, but then some people don't. I like <laughs> I like his his cadence that because his voice is kind of high. Which is, orange slices should we be giving them to our kids? Why are we giving them to our kids? Orange. Yeah. I just that's what oh, I like oh, for that, sure. It's it's yeah. quick. The cadence is quick. Yeah. And the pauses of sentences. He starts to tail off like this. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh, I love that. Yeah. Should they be listening to the Bob and Tom show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colin Cowherd's a little bit like that too. You do a very good Colin Cowherd. Yeah, he does. His cadence is very and Your specific. pauses are just perfect for him. It's, it's, but that's another I, kind of niche. You yeah, know, the yeah. sports mm-hmm. world definitely knows. But if you're not like a real huge sports fan or like sports media follower, you probably, you know, aren't, aren't picking up what what cowherd's doing let's go to, uh, back to uh, uh, one of your bits that i thought was great and i barely knew who you were then i mean i knew you yeah, we intern, kinda, you're, yeah. yeah intern but uh i think this one might have popped before the saban thing and was your dad your baseball coach yeah okay. for a while i mean like yeah growing up yeah. so the big the the baseball coach uh-huh. it's like a three or four minute piece yeah it's basically he's go. you know he's pissed off he's taking kids out kind of thing was that yeah. of your dad it's it's a mix of characters. Okay, okay. A little bit of my dad, a little bit of other coaches that I had, a little bit of coaches that I've seen now mm-hmm. uh, that I'm not a kid anymore. You know, I kind of like take bits and pieces from each one of bits That's and pieces. That's the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said I said it. the name. I said it. Yay. That's cool. You get one of Chick's Diet Pepsi's on the way out now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, speaking of Chick, so, and you mentioned it, Jason. Yeah, I don't know if you guys were aware, but I interned here when I was a senior in college. And I just sat in that room over there and just listened to the show and would send Tom just like my stupid 2016 jokes. <laughs> and like, but it was great because I was like, holy cow, I get to be here. Right. I get to like, this is something that I can do is like be a part of a show and like write jokes and, you know, try to be funny. Anyways, but it was like my second day of interning and Spangle and Vibbert at the time were like showing me around and it was during a break and chick was walking in the hallway and i'm just we thinking, know where I this know. is god, going god bless you i'm so sorry i just want to apologize it, now. It, you know here i am i'm just thinking oh that's chick mcgee i've listened thing. to him my whole life holy cow this is great you know i'm i'm an intern i'm kind of part of the show we, we've all been there joey just for the record we've all been there and so i go hey mr mcgee joey molinero nice to meet you when he, when I tell you, he looked at me like I had six dicks growing out of my face. And Chris and Spangle just goes, "Yeah, we're just gonna keep it yeah. going." <laughs> Didn't even shake my hand. No. So nothing. my my version of that, I've told it before. But when I was a kid, I would come in to to work with my dad before I went to school, uh-huh. 
And when I was a kid, I knew uh, Chick was a fan of formerly the Washington Redskins. Yes. But I didn't totally get sports entirely. And I, on watching news with my dad before coming to work, I, I saw that the Red Sox had won in baseball. Oh, And yeah. so I came in and I thought I had some news for the sports guy. And I, <laughs> I thought his favorite team. And I go, uh-huh. hey, Chick, you see that? Your, uh, your Red Sox won last night. He just goes, oh. <laughs> and just walks out. <laughs> that was the whole interaction. <laughs> I thought he hated me, man. It's so fun. Do you, you have a million of those, yeah? I'm going to skip mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to skip my chick stories. That's okay. Yeah. That's I, okay. And you, I'm pretty tight with chick. You are. And oddly, or I guess coincidentally, I didn't have one of those with him. No, he loved you out of the gate. He kind of yeah, did. Yeah, I don't, and, I, and I can't explain it. I he, didn't want anything, If I, if guess, I can but. tell you, it's it's you and uh, and Oreo Jones. Oh yeah, Those yeah. Are, you're the only two interns he ever liked. Yeah. Well, and me, but that's right. That's a whole different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> that's great because I'll never forget that the whole sequence. I mean, it's ingrained in my head. He turned. He would probably be nice today. Looked at my hand. <laughs> looked at me. And Spangle drug me away. Yeah. <laughs> I think some of it, he's given you a story that... Yeah. Right. Oh, we yeah. Now it's great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that sure. was 2016, huh? Yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. It was oh. like it was like the day after Christy first retired and then came back or whatever the hell. Oh. <laughs> you started a baby. Yeah. No. You started as an intern. Jan- I started in sales, basically. January of 16? Yep. Yeah. Oh my God, that was like the worst. Oh God, dude, you were here during Nam. <laughs> did you? Have- <laughs> there was Nate Bob had just signed. Room. You know, he did hung it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Christy. I like I said a couple days before I was starting. I think the day before, and oh. I was like, oh, yeah. God bless scared you. Scared it off. Scared yeah. it off. Yeah, that, that was. Rough. Yeah. But it was. Um, <laughs> Got anything funny, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll uh, pivot over yeah. here. Yeah, a lot of years ago, it just doesn't know when to stop talking about the darkness. <laughs> Very good. A lot of podcasts like to end on a high note. Not us. We go. We go real low. We go. It's like driving in from Vail, Colorado, down to Denver. Uh-huh. You're going down, baby. Yep. You're going down the mountain. Engage the air brakes. Yeah, exactly. Don't even have the foot on the gas. Yep. <laughs> so, right. Joe, do you have a sort of a playbook you're following of your own, not somebody else's, but of, of where you want to go? You're just kind of let letting it happen in the in the present. Yeah, kind of a little bit of. A little bit of both, I think. Um, you know, I, I kind of look at it like the day by day, but then also having like kind of the, the longer uh, picture, if you will. So, you know, day by day, just trying to keep putting out, you know, funny videos, funny sketches, maybe working on different impressions or things to add to the arsenal. Uh, then with the long term, hopefully to, you know, have people come see me live like we're going to do at the Vogue on May 25th. Um, and, and have that there. And, you know, there's something that I, there's something I haven't quite figured out, but there's like a, a tour or some sort of show that I want to do around like the college football season or professional Mm, football. Um, you know, there's something there that, that really, I think whether it's a a tailgate tour. Yeah. Something. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Damn, Um, Jessica, that's a great name. That's a great name. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, so something like that, at least for the, the very near future. Uh, but then, yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's just like, if, uh, 10 years. I literally remember after my first day at Bob and Tom, when I was just emailing into the abyss of nothingness jokes, um, I was like, wow. I put on Facebook, I was like, if I can do this for a living, I'll know I made it. And so I think even when, when I'm 50 or 60, hopefully, if I'm still just able to get behind a mic or write things that hopefully will make people laugh or have fun, 
That's it. That's right. awesome. If you're having fun doing it, that's the best. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yep. No Gosh. doubt. No I doubt. can't wait till you're 50 doing videos of when you meet uh, <laughs> Chris Collinsworth at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the thing is like life evolves with it. So the content will hopefully evolve and be relatable and funny to uh, people of, you know, that, that time. So. Well, yeah, thank you, man. Uh, just make sure you guys come check us out. Joey Molinero and friends at the Vogue, May 25th, night before Carb Day. Carb Day broadcast is the next day at the Legion by the 500, by the race. I will be hungover. I was going to say, yeah, thanks for doing that, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Dude, a, you're taking that on. Um, this is like the busiest weekend of the year for me. I love it every year. Hell it's going to yeah. be so much fun. Yes. Uh, so thank you. Come hang out. Is Polizzi going to be there? Is Daly going to be there? Polizzi is going to be there. Um, I don't think Connor's going to be there, uh, you know. Ever the the, the Indy car drive. I just Kinda did. Busy. I just did Hinch. <laughs> yeah, I just did Hinch and Rossi's pod, and they were because I was promoting the show there too. And uh, Rossi slapped me with the. He was like, "Man, that's great. Really happy for you." Um, I can't be there, obviously. <laughs> but I uh, hope you have a lot of fun. And so you know, gonna try to get some sort of driver presence there. Um, but you know, no promises. But yeah, me, Willie, Ben. Um, I think Clayton Anderson's gonna be there. Hell yeah! Uh, nice. So it's just supposed to be a big celebration of Indy, big that's celebration of the 500. Love it. Um, um, and we're going to have a great time. All right. Well, please come hang out. Appreciate you, Joey. Thank you for listening, guys. See you next time. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend, Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, "What is it real? <laughs> <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.